you know, I spent about five minutes contemplating how I should start this episode. And I made three takes. I had one take that was just kind of drab. The second take was overly excited and overly exaggerated. And this one's real. And that's what I'm about. So, yeah. So, if you grew up wealthy, let me know. Let me start off like this. Here's something you should always remember when going into daily life. Everyone has struggled in somewhat way or form, whether they're rich, poor, pretty, not as attractive, fat, or skinny. There is always something that you will want that someone else has and that you can't have. Sure, you could have it one day, but be grateful for what you do have. Because... There is always someone who is doing better than you. And there is someone who is wishing they were in your position. The cliche phrase, another man's come up or another man's trash is another man's treasure is real. While, you know, you just going to the drive through and picking up food and thinking, oh, man, I hate my life. There is someone who is dying to be able to drive themselves to get food for themselves. Now. The next time you downplay what you're able to do in your daily life, ask yourself this. How would I feel if I was in a situation where I couldn't even do this? Ask yourself that and it'll really change your viewpoint. There was a period where I was very unhappy and just very ungrateful and spoiled. And this is why I think spoiling your children is not healthy, especially in today's world. Because when you spoil your child, it it creates this mentality that, you know, everything is meant for them. They don't have to work for anything. And, you know, they think they're better than people. That's not always necessarily the case, but majority of the times it is. And when they, you know, see someone who doesn't have what they have, they kind of look, they look at them funny like, huh, that's not cool. And I feel like this can be applied to even children, like in schools, you know, there's always that one kid who can't buy a new pair of shoes or doesn't or wears the same outfit every day. And, you know, I've known rich people to wear the same thing every day. And I've also known poor people to wear the same thing every day. So you really wouldn't know, but you'd be surprised how judgmental kids are. And this roots from what their parents stem into their heads. I think it's so important that we teach children and young adults and, you know, just people in general that judging people for what they don't and do have is just so shallow like in one moment you could be a millionaire the next minute you could be homeless so who are you to judge and I really respect the people who came from nothing and worked their way up awesome we love that but there's nothing wrong with being born into money as well you know some people are just born lucky and what I don't appreciate at some times is when people who are born into money, you know, boast, not even boast, if you want to boast, boast, but when they, you know, look down on people who don't have as much and they're like, well, you need to work. 
you know, or you're not trying hard enough to be successful, especially if you are a minority. If you are not a minority, do not give advice on how to be successful for minorities, all right? Because people who are not a minority are already at an advantage in life. Our world is set up, you know, specifically for the success of white people. And I hate that that's the truth. I wish I couldn't think like that, but it sadly is the reality of our world. And, you know, finding people that understand your struggle is really hard, especially if they don't go through the same struggles you do, you know? And sure, you might find some down-to-earth and genuine people who don't care about your race, religion, ethnicity, where you're from, but they will never truly understand the struggle you faced growing up, you know? Now, I think I'm going to turn that into a different podcast because that's a whole completely different subject, but it's still going to relate to being grateful for what you have. So let's get into it. Growing up, I was not rich, but I wasn't poor either. I'd say maybe middle class. And I was the third child, so I was predominantly spoiled. My parents kind of already had, you know, an idea of how to raise kids, you know, third time's the charm, the first one, maybe it's not perfect, second one, mess up, third, you know, they're like, okay, we can handle this one. Um, And I'm a daddy's girl, so I was naturally spoiled, and I got whatever I wanted, and until my parents got divorced, and then I was like, what does this mean, right? And, you know, I would go to my dad's house on the weekends, and sure, he would spoil me, but I just, I always wish I had more, you know, because I went to school with like privileged kids and I was like, why can't I have this? And it can really take a toll on your mental health and how you feel about yourself because it's it's like a in-person comparison, you know, like you see them driving nice cars and your parents are like, well, you don't eat that. And, you know, I'd be super grateful for a car, which obviously I have now but back then when I was a kid or I'd say a teenager I was like always comparing myself but if anything it just taught me to be humble and not judge anyone for what they don't have because I've been the person that you know can't pay for the meal or can't pay for their own ride home or you know have to ask someone for a ride home and it sucks you know like people belittle you or they make fun of you or they like think they're not necessarily think they're better than you but just like feel bad for you and you know feeling like you're being pitied is worse I feel like from personal experience but the only thing you can do from that is just you know pray I mean it is what it is sometimes and depending on the situation you can try to control it but if it's out of your control I say give it to God So the reason why I'm saying to be grateful for what you have is because if you've never been in the the shoes of someone who has struggled, then you have no right to judge them because you don't know what it's like to live that lifestyle. You know, always struggling, thinking, what's the next meal am I going to eat the next night? Do I have enough gas to get to work? You know, like life is hard. It's not easy. And 
people that are privileged take advantage of it and, you know, feel as if everyone has the opportunity when when in reality to even have an opportunity takes minimal work and money and some people can't get to that which is why we have so many rising you know homelessness rates in america today and no one cares about that it's all about you know just superficial things that truly have no meaning and it's like why like For example, like if you're a high-end celebrity, awesome, we love you. But why are we idolizing people who don't even try to help anyone around us? You know, like there's a few humanitarian celebrities, but the mainstream ones, they don't even, they don't even contribute. Now, I will say this, there's like, you know, there's been a change. I've seen some celebrities actually using their platforms to speak about social and political issues to spread the message. That's what it's for. That's genuinely what it's for. And they should be grateful that they have the platform to influence others, but they're not using it. And it's just like, well, what's the point of you having it to show that you look good for the day? Okay, awesome. Great. But there's people dying. (laughs) Like what? I just, it, it infuriates me. Um, and you know, I understand they can't say certain things on the internet, but if you really cared, you know, you'd make, you make somewhat of an effort. So that's all I have to say. But anyways, be nice to the person that you see struggling. Be nice to that person who seems sad because they can't get anything. You know, if you're in school and you see your friend getting free lunch, you know, talk to them, ask them how things are going at home. You never know what's going on. They could be a victim of domestic violence their parents could be abusive, their parents could be going through a divorce, been there, done that. It's not fun. And, you know, having someone that checks in on them is really nice, especially if they don't have the financial means to get therapy. So, you know, be the bigger person and be there for them. And there are so many things you can look forward to, even if you don't feel like there is. Like, you know, people with money, they usually feel as if they have nothing to do with it because they have so much money and they've done everything. They've traveled, they've, you know, lived life. And it's like, what do we do with this money now? Use it to help people who haven't experienced life, you know? Use it to people who are aspiring, you know, artists or have dreams. Use it for people who, you know, want to get their life together. If you see someone on the street, be like, hey, can I help you? Like genuinely help you, you know, get, get themselves put together because everyone deserves a chance in this life. Everyone deserves a chance and you can't, you can't just say they're not trying because you don't know their story. You know, you don't know their story. You don't even take the time to get to know them. And, you know, I watched these videos of like Justin Bieber talking to these homeless people on the street and I genuinely appreciate him for that. Like he is such a pure soul and you can tell when, when certain people are pure souls, it takes one to see one or no one. And when you're pure, you're you're very gentle and you're very cautious about who you give your energy to because people will take advantage. And when you have a pure soul, you're meant to share that purity with other people and, you know, help them help them become great. And that's why I'm making these podcasts so that you guys, you know, feel great about yourself even when you don't. You know, I had someone who I love very much and they know who they are. Um, I've talked about them like three times in this podcast. Um, you know, they got 
in a bad accident and I will never forget how I felt when it happened um but things happen and sure it's not what you were expecting and it's a huge curveball in your life but you know going through that with that person made me so thankful for what I did have because you know they were severely affected afterwards and I'm like wow like when they gave me insights about what they were grateful for I was grateful for them I was genuinely happy for them I learned from them I'm like wow I'm so ungrateful like I can literally walk I can you know move I can go exercise and some people can't even do that you know I saw this video of this girl who literally lost her life or not lost her life she lost her ability to walk um because she got drunk and she fell or something like that and then she was paralyzed and that's what I mean by your life can literally change from this to that and you know I take so many things for granted you know I'm tall I have long legs I'm fit and sometimes I get mad at myself for not using you know my blessings like the fact that I can walk and run some people would literally kill to even you know be able to walk again and the fact that that's a factor is so so sad and traumatizing and you know us humans we don't really take that into effect or into thought when we're you know just living and we're always focusing on what more can we have versus than what you do have you know and I was listening to this song by T.I. Because it was in a moment of stagnance in my life and I just felt so defeated and lost and I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. And this song, kid you not, Live Your Life by T.I. comes on. It's like, so just live your life and keep on getting a paper. And then the lyrics that he says really spoke to me. So that's how I knew God wanted me to really appreciate what I had. He says, unhappy with yourself because you're piss poor morally. Now, does money buy happiness? That could be a really substantial debate, which I'm totally up for in a separate podcast. That's two separate podcasts. So we're going to have one podcast for struggles of, you know, black woman part two, and then two, money, does money buy happiness? great idea. And I thought about it. And you know, you could have every materialistic thing you'd want and still be unhappy. And do you know why? Because he, like he said, you, he, you're piss poor morally. Like, even when I looked dolled up and I got so many likes and, you know, I had all this attention, I was still unhappy. I was still unsatisfied. And I was like, why? Like, what is missing? And deep down, I was miserable. I was just so miserable. And I didn't know why. Like, I was struggling to figure out why I was so miserable. And it's because of the way that I I went about life. Like, I was very, you know, pessimistic about everything and immature. And, you know, I had pretty good morals, but... I just thought about everything I did and I'm still thinking about it now and I'm like, wow, like, why did I do that? You know, but you know, if you acknowledge that you're growing as a person, you're healing and that's so beautiful, you know, healing 
your inner self, healing your traumas, healing your flaws is going to get you so far. And that's the step that people refuse to take in life. They refuse to acknowledge where they're wrong on the inside. They're always focusing on what they can do to make more money, what they can do to beat someone else, what they can do, you know, to boast on social media versus what can I do to improve myself internally? And I really had to do that because I used to be, you know, selfish, very selfish, very self-centered. And like I said in my previous podcast, you are not how others perceive you. People will perceive you in the way they want to. But I've always been a selfless person, but I can be, I can get toxic. I used to get really toxic, especially in relationships, just because I wasn't shown, I don't know how to love. I mean, I know how to love, but I don't know how to receive love in a healthy way. And I wish I was more grateful of what I did have. You know, I wish I was more appreciative of the love that this, that someone gave me. Um, They just keep coming up in my podcast and it's so frustrating. So, but, you know, and you have to realize that not everyone knows how to show love in the way that you need. Everyone shows love differently because they, they grew up, you know, in different households and different mannerisms. So, you have to be patient and understanding of people and how they came up. And I'm so thankful I have my best friend because he he understands. He understands me. And if he listens to this, then awesome. I love you. Um, you're awesome. And he stuck with me for five years and we're literally going to be old together. My dream, but it's going to happen. So and when I when I suggest being grateful, also be grateful for the relationships that you have. I wish, you know, sometimes I get upset because I don't have lots of friends. But I'd rather, it's literally quantity over quality. Like, I have one really good friend who supports me, who listens to me, who's patient with me. And I'd rather have one really good friend than a bunch of friends who secretly hate me. If you've ever watched The Click, you know, it's this movie. Um... I used to read the book series, The Click. It was like these group of girls who were just mean girls to this one girl named Claire. And I remember I used to always think of myself as Massey. <laughs> um, and I remember there was this one quote in the movie. And they asked Claire. Claire was basically the outcast new girl who didn't have as much money. So they made fun of her for being poor, which I thought was so mean. But um, they said... Claire, listen up. That's literally how they talk. They were like, would you rather be A, the friendless loser, or B, popular with a group of friends that secretly hate you? And, you know, Claire stuck to her authentic authentic truth. She said, I'd rather be the friendless loser. And in that moment, I always felt like Claire because I felt as if just being me was never good enough. And I felt like I had to have, you know, this certain look and keep up with like the status just to actually have meaningful friends. But if you have to do that, then they're not meant to be your friends. They're not even real friends. They're just acquaintances that you use or they use or they use you, you know. 
And if you don't have lots of friends for support, hopefully, hopefully you have, you know, a good family. Be grateful for them. You know, even I know how toxic families can be. You're, you know, always fighting and arguing. It's not fun. But at the end of the day, you love them. And, you know, even if you have to distance or cut them off or distance yourself from them, you know, be grateful because one day you're going to miss it. You know, with my grandmother passing away, I wish I got close to her, but I was young and I didn't I didn't care about that stuff. But now that I'm an adult, it's like, oh, crap, like I kind of wish I did. So just cherish moments that you have with people because you never know when it's going to be the last. And I knew two people in high school that committed suicide. And I wish I wish I would have, you know, said something to them because I had a feeling it was going to happen. And I just wish that, you know, I could have talked to them about it or, I mean, obviously not about the suicide, but it just talked to them for one last time. And, you know, you never know when it's going to be the last time that you get to talk to someone. So don't take that for granted, for sure. Now, I'm about to get very emotional. I wish that, you know, I treated people better when I had the opportunity to because recently I just lost someone to jail and they're close to me in fact it was it was my brother and you know I just took so much for granted and I wish that I treated him better before it escalated into him getting to that point and now that there's nothing I can really do, it's like, wow, you know, and that's, that's not a good feeling. You know, I wish I could, you know, talk to him again, and I worry for him, and it hurts. It hurts really bad. So appreciate your siblings. Appreciate, you know, the ability to even be able to talk to them and tell them that you love them because you never know when you could lose them so i'm gonna end this podcast because i've given all the thorough and valid you know viewpoints um i'm here for you and i love you